you, you may please be seated. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, Pastor Toby. Honestly, I, I honor you, I salute you, I celebrate the grace of God upon your life. You know, people may call you a pastor, but you and I know you're not truly a pastor. You're more than a pastor, you're actually an apostle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everyone who stood here has said the same thing to you, that you are an apostle. The work you're doing here is an apostolic work. This goes beyond building a church. This is about creating a wave on the earth. This is a movement, and uh, we thank God for what he has started with you, and we know that this is only just the beginning. I celebrate you and your wife, Pastor Lucy. May God, may God... May God strengthen you, and I know they're, they're still, we've still got the journey way ahead, and I know what God has started, he's able to perfect. I only have just a few minutes today, more like just a few minutes to, to read just a few scriptures. What I want to do today very, very quickly is to bring, sometimes I preach, sometimes I teach, sometimes I speak to the heavenlies. What that means is that sometimes your preaching goes beyond the people who are listening. You're preaching to the demonic atmosphere. You're preaching to principalities and powers. You're making declarations and statements of God's intent for that season. And sometimes, because God upholds all things by the word of his power, sometimes he needs these declarations to sustain a work he's already begun. That's why I feel that God sent me, you know... <clears throat> Yes, I think this sounds better. You know, God said to Abraham, I want you to take your son, your only son, and kill him on a mountain, I shall show you. And then Abraham takes Isaac and heads towards the mountain. But before he gets to the mountain, he hears a voice say, don't kill Isaac. Here is a ram. I want you to sacrifice the ram instead. Now, if Abraham had not heard, he would have killed Isaac. You know, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. So we do not live by the word. We live by the proceeding word. So when, when God spoke to Abraham at home, at the time he spoke to him, that was the proceeding word, kill Isaac. And then he gets to the mountain and God says, don't kill Isaac. Now, Abraham may have thought, God, wait a minute. Do I kill Isaac or do I not kill Isaac? You see, but man lives by, and women also, we live by the word that's proceeding. What God is speaking. You see, God then gave Abraham a proceeding word. And when you get a proceeding word, the previous word becomes a preceding word. So that which was proceeding now becomes preceding. And what he's speaking now becomes proceeding. And if Abraham had not heard the proceeding word, he would have killed Isaac. And you know what Isaac means? Isaac means laughter. When Isaac was born, God named him laughter. God said to Sarah, you will laugh again. So think about that. When you don't hear the proceeding word, you end up killing your Isaacs. And I'm speaking about the church now. Sometimes church hears a word and 30 years later, God is speaking a new word. But because people haven't heard the proceeding word, they end up killing their Isaacs. And perhaps that's why there's no joy in churches today. Because they're not hearing what God is saying. But what I've come to do for a few minutes is to bring the theology or the doctrine or 
God is doing here. I really have nothing new to say. I'm sure Pastor Toby and Pastor Daly, Toby Bakary, these are my great pals. We, we all have the same spirit. We preach the same message. But I'm, I'm rushing now because I just want to drop a few thoughts with you. And I'm going to start from Psalm 89. I just want to read a few scriptures to bring into context the proceeding word for the hour. We've got to uphold what God is doing with the integrity of the word. So in Psalm 89 verse 11, here's the psalmist speaking. He says, the heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all its fullness, you have founded them. This is referring to God. So let me ask you, please stay with me this morning. Who owns the heavens? Who owns the earth? Psalm 24 says the same thing. That the earth is the Lord's. The fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell in it. So heaven belongs to God. The earth belongs to God. The world belongs to God. The people on earth belong to God. God has ownership of the entirety of the earth and the world. Now, if you go to Psalm 115, verse 16, it says, the heavens, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. Oh, this is a little confusing now. The first scripture says, okay, let me ask you, who owns heaven? Are you sure? Okay, who owns the earth? Come on, come on, Spark Nation. Let's, let's speak with one. Let's speak with one voice. Who owns heaven? So that's not in doubt. Who owns the earth? any lawyers in the house? Maybe three or four lawyers to help us resolve this question. Lawyers, you're a lawyer. Small Sarah Claxon is, is any who are the lawyers here? Yes, please, please come help us out. So, who owns heaven? Who owns the earth? Can we have like two other lawyers, please? Thank you. Now, I, I, I didn't want to. One more, one more lawyer. Just, just female lawyers. I have a gender sensitivity. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. And by the way, that reminds me, I came with, I've got many spiritual daughters, but I have two biological daughters. And here is Uju with me this morning. Uju is a medical doctor specializing in dermatology and aesthetic medicine. That means, you know, you know what that means, ladies, you know. All right, so if, how is it done here? If you own a piece of property, right, it's, you own it, you own the property. What documents do you have? It's called a title deed, right? So who owns the title deed of the earth? It's okay, let's just have a private meeting. See, I, I don't know about the law here. I want to make sure I'm saying the right thing in the UK. So who owns the title deed of the earth? God. 
So the first scripture says, the heavens belong to God, the earth belongs to God, the world belongs to God, right? But then the second scripture says, um, the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. Is there a way we can put those two scriptures together using some legal terminology? Okay, maybe. Yeah, but, but who, who, who owns it? Does it does he sort of keep ownership to himself? Would it be a lease, a sublease, or something? It could be a subletting, or it could be a lease. It could be a trust. Could it also be a power of attorney? We've got to resolve this because the Bible is not confused. Yeah, one scripture cannot say God owns the earth, another says God owns uh, man owns the earth, and here we are confused. So, all right, please tell us. Yes, go ahead, please explain it to us. Thank you. So God owns the earth, is that right? He owns the title deed, he has the legal documents, but he's given the right, the power to man. Thank you, you ladies were wonderful, thank you. But, but when did he do this? When did he do this in the Bible? In Genesis chapter 1, 26, and God said, let us make man in our image. So there was what we call a divine consultation and a divine construction and God made man in his own image. In the image of God created him. And God said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, create submarines, over the birds of the air, create aircraft, and over the earth, over the cattle, over all the earth. Listen, Notice this point. God says, have dominion over the fish of the sea, birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth. And notice the special attention is given to every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So special attention is given to the creepy crawlies. Don't, don't miss this. So who owns heaven? God. Who owns the earth? God. Who did he give the right to rule the earth? Man. So mankind, as in man and woman, God blessed them and said, have dominion, take over the whole earth, multiply. Next verse says, next verse says, multiply. Next verse, please. He said, be fruitful. That's a mandate. Multiply. Fill the earth. Subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea again, the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the face of the earth. So here is God giving man absolute dominion. When I say man, I mean mankind. Adam and Eve carried a mandate to take over the earth. The birds recognized it. The cattle could see it. The fish knew it. Dominion was in their spirit. They had a force field of glory around them. But very quickly, if we go to 1 John 5 verse 19, in 1 John 5 19, it says here, We know we are of God, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Some versions say, and the whole world lies in wickedness. Hold on a second. Who owns heaven, God? Who owns the earth, God? Who did he give the right to rule the earth to man? But what is going on today is it says that the whole world is full of wickedness. Some other versions say the whole world is groaning in pain and darkness. I, I don't know about here because you guys look so beautiful. But back in Nigeria, we're groaning under the weight of evil. I don't know if you've heard about Boko Haram. Have you heard about the Fulani herdsmen? 
maybe you guys don't have problems here, but in Nigeria, I work with, I'm a medical doctor as well. I work with drug addicts. We're trying to get drug addicts off the streets. And I never ever knew there was a church like this in the world because this is what we do in Nigeria as well. So we... In our church in Nigeria, one day I had an altar call and I asked, is there anyone who's killed someone here today? Or you've killed before? And I said, listen, I just want to pray for you. I just feel God wants to cleanse something in the atmosphere. And 44 people came out. I said, I I don't think you heard me. I don't think you heard me. I said, what I said was, have you killed someone? You know, sometimes people don't really hear what you're saying and they just sort of step out because they think it's about prayer. And so I said, please, I said to the pastors, interview these 44 people. And each one said, but when we got to one, we said, did you hear what the pastor said? Have you killed someone? He says, when I walk into a place with my gun, I just pray. And then one came and said, mine is unusual. I sell body parts. I said, you do what? He said, I sell body parts. I said, how do you do it? And he explained how they have deep freezers in the floor. And then they name body, human body parts like car parts. So when you say a carburetor, you know what you're talking about. It's the brain, if you need the kidneys. And I said, what do you do with this? And you know, it's medicine, choo-choo, that stuff. I, I, work with, I work with commercial sex workers, that's what we call them. And sometimes, the worst human to see on the earth is a commercial, is a prostitute who's on drugs because her clients get her to do anything they want. So I've, I've seen wickedness, I've seen prostitution, I've seen drug addiction, I've seen evil, I've seen pain. But you, I don't know if, if wickedness exists in the UK. You guys sure? Kidnapping, murder. What's, what's it called here? Knifing, stab, stabbing. One day in a soup kitchen, a guy shows up in the soup kitchen and says, We just sort of give a pack. And we said, Have your pack. He says, Please, can I have two? And they say to him, There's a long queue. We can give you two. Just have one. He says, Please, can I have two? They said, no, just one. So he opens his jacket, pulls out a gun. He said, I'm asking for two, so I don't have to use this gun in the evening. Now, that scripture says, so you show this wickedness here. How about in Canada? In Afghanistan, in America, there's wickedness everywhere. There's evil everywhere. There's darkness everywhere. There's pain. There's murder. There's criminality. There's man's inhumanity to man. But listen, I don't have too long. Who owns the heaven? God. Who owns the earth? Who did he give the right to rule the earth to? But then why is the whole world, why is the whole earth full of wickedness and trouble and pain and frustration and knife and stabbings and, and you know, and su- do you guys have suicide? Do you have depression here? Really? I thought, I thought this was the land of milk and honey. You see, sometimes people come abroad, people come to the UK and they feel, oh, it's the promised land. No, it's not. The whole world. So what happened? What happened? I'll tell you very quickly. God gave Adam and Eve the right to rule the earth. But what happened? One day, the serpent came and said to them, as God said, you would not eat of the fruit. And that was the beginning of a problem. But hold on a second. Remember I said I'm bringing a theology, a doctrine 
about what you're doing now. So listen to me very carefully in the next few minutes. Where was Satan when God placed Adam and Eve in the garden? Where, where was Lucifer? Where was Satan? Have you thought about it? Because if you, if you look at, could you move this down for me, please, so I could speak from here. If you look at Genesis very quickly, I'm moving very quickly now. You look at Genesis, thank you, Genesis chapter 2. Thank you. Thank you. You look at Genesis 2 verse 8. It says, the Lord planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed in the garden. Was the whole world a garden of Eden? Was it? No. Okay, think about it. It wasn't. It wasn't just like a back garden of a little house. Maybe the Garden of Eden was as large as London. Remember, when Adam and Eve finally sinned and God kicked them out, what did he do at the gate of the garden? He then got an angel. I think that's, that's Genesis Genesis 3, 23. The Lord God sent him out of the Garden of Eden to take the ground from which he was taken. So God drove out Adam and Eve. Yes, next verse, please. Drove out Adam and Eve and placed the cherubim. It's like a fighting angel. At the gate of the garden. Now think with me this morning. The garden had a fence around. the whole world was not the garden the garden was just a section of the world so where did Lucifer come from by the way I'll show you in Revelation chapter 12 in Revelation chapter 12 I'm trying to get this message out in 20 minutes verse 7 a war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail. Nor was any place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out. That serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceived the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Let me ask you another question. So which one came first? Who came on the earth first? Was it, was it Satan or was it Adam and Eve? Hmm. So something happened in heaven. Remember there were three archangels in heaven working with God. There was Michael, the warrior archangel. There was Gabriel, the minister of information, the messenger archangel. And there was Lucifer. Lucifer brought all the angels together before God. It is said that Lucifer had instruments in his wings. When he moved his wings, there was worship. His job was worship. He was the most beautiful of all of the archangels. But then guess what happened? One day Lucifer said, why is it just God we're worshipping? Why can't I get some worship myself? And then he took the wire, about a third of the angels, and there was a rebellion in heaven. This was long before we got on the scene. There was a battle in heaven. So I tell people, think about it. They're worrying about battles here. There was a battle in heaven. War broke out. So Michael, Gabriel, and two-thirds of the angels then took on Lucifer, and they cast him out. Now, on the way from heaven to the earth, there was some kind of a mutation 
and they became demonic powers. So these angels morphed into demonic beings. And God then thought, what do I do? And he thought, I've got a plan. I'm going to create a being called mankind. I'm going to find a section of the earth, create a garden, place them in it, and give them instructions. And what was the instruction? Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue. Why would you say subdue if there's nothing to subdue? The powers were out there. The principalities, the powers, the rulers of darkness, the spiritual wickedness in heavenly places were outside. So what was outside the garden? What do you think outside the garden was like? Chaotic. Those demonic powers have torn the whole place apart. And remember the scripture we read where God said to Adam, be fruitful, multiply. Where he said, I'm giving you dominion over the fish, the cattle, the birds. And he says, don't forget those creeping things. He was talking about the satanic powers. So why, when, 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 when Lucifer rebelled in heaven, God thought, why, why, what would I have to do? I mean, Lucifer is a created being. I will create another being, man. I will make him in my image, and he will finally teach Lucifer a lesson. That was the plan. So it was a terrible day when the serpent sneaks into the garden. And the moment Adam and Eve ate of that fruit, somehow the authority to rule the earth was then given to Lucifer. And that's why Lucifer is called the prince of the power of the air. The god of this world. Do you remember when Jesus came and he got into an altercation with Lucifer? Satan said to him, took him to a high mountain. You know what he said? He says, all of this has been given to me. Jesus didn't say it was a lie. He said, if you bow down, I'll give it back to you, Jesus. But Jesus knew it was a trap. Are you with me here this afternoon? So today, what we're seeing all over the world is Satan, his principalities, his powers, inspiring a whole generation and pushing them towards hell. And what is he using? Everything. And remember, Lucifer's original gifting was music. That means he's going to perfect music. So when Mark said, we don't want the kids doing drill, he knew what he was talking about. But it's not just music. Fashion, business, politics, government, entertainment. You only have to be online and type in, I belong to Jesus. I, mean, I was on Twitter a couple of years ago and I was you know, posting some messages about marriage. And I had to, to get you know, the people who support you before any post goes out. I had about 50 Voltrons. Each person had five accounts because we knew the attacks were coming. So once I make a post about marriage, there'll be a barrage of attacks get off Twitter. This place is not for Jesus. Technology belongs to the enemy. So I'll get my 50 times 5 250 Voltron and we'll attack each person as well. It's called the flame war. And then we'll wait till the next day. I'll post something else. It's like get off the internet. We don't want you talking about God here. says why do the heathen rage 
And the people imagine a vain thing. There's the kings of the earth, the demonic kings of the earth. They've taken counsel against God and we are his anointed of the church. Guess what they're saying? It's in Psalm 2. It says, let us break their bands. Psalm 2. Let's cast their cords away from us. You know, these demonic powers are saying, we don't want God on the earth. We don't want God on the earth. We own the earth. Adam gave us the right to rule the earth. So stay away, God. And this is what they're saying. Let's break their bonds. It's like God's word wants to hold the world together. But they are saying, destroy every sense of decency. Destroy every sense of unity. Set husbands against wives, wives against husbands. Get the kids owning knives and destroying themselves. Get the legal systems to fall apart. Bring dictatorships. Bring the rule of all other religions. Mess up their prison system. Break their bonds in pieces. That's the cry of this demonic past. But I don't have too long to preach now. Who owns heaven? So, who owns the earth? Who did he give the right to rule the earth to? What did man do? He gave it to Lucifer. And that's the theology behind evil. So some people will say, I can't say for God who does evil. No, evil did not come from God. That's the genesis of evil. And Adam gave the right to rule the earth. And he's using people, using witches, wizards, using all sorts of evil people to push his demonic message on the earth. But let me begin to close. So, why did Jesus have to come? All right, can I get the lawyers back again? Let's close with the lawyers again. Ladies, you did a great job. Come on. Just one, one rep. Okay, let's, let's have another consultation. So, why did Jesus have to come? I mean, why? Think about it. In heaven, Lucifer rebelled. They kicked him out on earth. He upturned God's plan. And the person supposed to destroy him, the ones supposed to destroy him, were now like kings without a kingdom. They lost their power, lost their glory. So why did, why did God have to send Jesus? What's the point? Why not just flick a finger and destroy Lucifer? Why not just end this whole... I mean, why... How long are we going to be in trouble for? It's like, God, come on, do something. So why did he send Jesus? Don't talk yet. Don't tell us yet. There's four of us. One's dropped off. So why, why did he, why did Jesus have to come at all? Good, good, good. But listen to me. I'll give you a scripture. Look at Revelation 5 very quickly. Thank you. Revelation 5. Who, who owns heaven? God. Who owns the earth? God. He owns the title deed. Then the power of Atony to rule the earth he gave to Adam. Then who did he give it to? So who has the legal authority on the earth? It's Satan. He, is, he has the legal authority. Now look at the scripture in, 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 I've got to close now, in Revelation 5. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne, that's God, like a scroll written inside on the back, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and lose the seals and take back, who can take the earth back? Next verse, please. Oh, and no one in heaven, on earth, was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to even look at it. 
One of the elders said to me, don't cry. Behold, can I have some music now? He says, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to lose his seven seals. Give us a minute. So, why did he have to come as a man based on the scripture? Exactly. Yes, yes. You were a great lawyer. Could you explain? <laughs> She was powerful. Please say it the same passionate way you did. Please explain it to us. What, what, what's your name? You, you guys own a law firm together? You guys would do powerfully as lawyers. Um, <laughs> we, had, we had so many things we were talking about. Remember, you, you're talking about God given the right to rule the earth. Amen. Yes. No, no. What you said was God gave the power to a man, Adam. So, so Adam lost the power to Satan and there was a cry in heaven is there any man who can take the earth back and people were weeping no one can take the earth back no one can take the earth back and then Jesus said I'll do it so it was a legal issue because sometimes people wonder why did Christ have to come it was legal the power was given to a man and a man gave it to Lucifer and only a man could take it back from Lucifer. So if you look at Mark, in the book of Mark, Mark 1, whenever Jesus encountered demons, you know what they said to him? I can remember that scripture. Do you remember that scripture? Where is in Mark. He says, we know who you, we know who you are. We know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. Where have they known him? Where have they met him before? They're all in heaven together. And they would say, are you here? You are, you are God. And Jesus would say, excuse me. Shut up. Shut up. Keep quiet. Get out of the man. I'm not here as God. I'm here as a man. I am the son of man. So Jesus had to come as a man to deal with the demonic powers then he hung on the cross and when he said it is finished there was an earthquake somehow he took that right to rule the earth again I'm going somewhere I'm about to close he took the right to rule ladies you got the gist. Could you explain? Could you explain it? Explain it again, please. Your way now. Explain this your way. The legal. Yes. is a powerful that's a lawyer and a preacher thank you come on let's 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 clap for them thank you but now this is the clincher this is the clincher this is the clincher can i have two chairs up here please can i have two chairs so where is christ today he's at the right hand of god but why are they still gone crimes and stabbing 
stabbings and why is there still Boko Haram? Why are the Fulani herdsmen still on a rampage? Why is there still evil governments? Why? Let's be honest. When I, when I became a Christian, what I can understand is that I'd sit in church. Pastor would say, it's a great day, but I wasn't feeling good at all. Everyone shouted hallelujah. We shouted hallelujah and we went out to the same old mess. I kept saying something is wrong. We had this shout of victory, but and they would ask us to say stuff like, Jesus did it all. He won the victory. And I would think, okay, so? But the world is in a bad shape. Three times now, I think. It's in Psalm 110. This is the clincher. Hey, PT, please get someone to act this part. I want someone. Till I make your enemies your footstool. Next verse, next verse. Next verse, please. Next verse, next verse, please. Verse 2, quickly. And then the Lord is still speaking. David heard a voice say, The Lord, I will send the rod. Henry, you can look at the scripture. I will send the rod of your strength out of Zion in the midst of your enemies. Please listen to this. I really want to end. I want you to get this. This is happening in heaven. What's yours? Obi. Now, if Obi is sitting down, would I say, hi, Obi, sit down? No. That means Obi is trying to stand up. Obi, it's okay, sit down. So, so go to verse 1 so the father the Lord said so it's like sit at my right, right hand, hand until until get up again sit remain well, seated yeah yeah in fact if I, Henry Henry I, I want you to be a, a little bit more vigorous come son Nodani. <laughs> Joker. Sit. Henry, I, I need, see, see, Jesus in the scripture is agitated because he looks at the world. He sees the kidnapping. He sees the crime. He sees the stabbings. He sees money being used for drugs. He hears the music that's taking kids to hell. Sees fashion that's destroying morality. He sees things falling apart and he gets up to fix it. Sit! Sit! I want you to get angry with him now. Okay. Sit! Sit down! No, Henry, Henry, be, 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 a bit more, be a bit more aggressive. 
sit down. See, we, 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 we always think that Jesus and God is always gentle. You remember, remember, remember Jesus whipped people in the temple? Sit down. Henry, I want you to get very vicious because God the Father, that's what he's saying in heaven. Let's do it again. Sit down. Obi, show him, show him, show him. Show him, show him. No, Henry, don't go away. Let, let him act God for a little while. So, 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 so you're both seated. And then, and then, Lord, look at the earth. See all the violence, the pain, the crying, the dastardly things going on with the, the 700 kids. And then, Sit down! Sit down! See, I've come to show you guys what you're supposed, your work, your call. I've come to put, as I said, a theology to what you're doing. So, I'm about to end now. Okay, one more time. Come on. Say it, say it. Sit down! Sit down! Yeah, sit down! Sit down! Sit down! What's wrong with you, Jesus? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, Jesus? Sit down. Sit down. Do you know why? He's played his part. You went to the earth. You died. When you said it is finished, you did the work. Now I am going to release your strength now, let me explain this. Please don't go away. Let's use you. Um, let's, let's do this now. Okay. Are you guys getting this? Yes, Sit down. Yeah, that's more. Finally, we got God getting it right now. See, the reason is this, and this is what you must get. When Jesus finished. His work on Calvary. Please don't miss this part. It was a two-part work. He won the victory on the cross of Calvary. That's part one. Part two was that he then gave the enforcement Let's say, so this is a man. Now, if one way or the other I was to remove his head, what would this be? A, just a body. It would be, what kind of a body? A headless body. Okay, a headless body. Did you get that? Now, if I were to cover all of his body, what would this be? A bodiless head. Now, this is where I honestly really, really have to close. <laughs> yeah, we can have a bit of music, um, PT. Now, listen to this. When Jesus said it is finished, that was part one. He then went to heaven. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. And in the mind of the Father, Lucifer messed with me in heaven. And I tolerated it. Lucifer messed with me again. Lucifer messed with me again in the garden. I tolerated it. Now I can't take it again. This time, I would do something that's unstoppable. I would create a new man. But his head will be you in heaven. And his body will be called the body of Christ. <laughs> oh, really? The body? So, so think about it. So there's a call from out there. Oh, we, we need to see Pastor Toby. We need to see him in his body. The prime minister wants to see Pastor Toby. Does he send 
Does he, does he, does he send it? Does he send an email or does he tweet? No. He has to show up in his body. Come on, when I get some time to sit down. Because people are saying, where is God? Where is God? You are the head. But your body's on the earth. Let your body show up on your behalf. So that he is a bodiless head and we are a headless body but a head and a body is mankind, is a man. So that the only man, that includes women as well, that will change the world is the man or woman whose head is in heaven and there on earth. That's the body of Christ. Hold on please, I'm not through yet. So he says, I will make your enemies your footstool your feet are on the body you will trample through your church the principalities and powers my government will be upon your shoulders your shoulders are on my body My government is on the earth. My authority is on the earth. I will send the rod of your strength through Zion, the church. We need to turn the whole world around and we need money. Who owns the silver and gold? They do. Who has the power to create wealth? They do. So when you connect, you tap into a supernatural realm. Arthur, go become a billionaire in dollars. But what are you to use it for? On yourself? No. Your CSR, planting churches, traveling the world, establishing the kingdom, pulling down the strongholds. Go, Arthur, go, 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 go. Arthur, Arthur, no, run to the world, go into the world. No, do it, do it, do it, yes. Venezuela, South America, Australia, go take the world, Arthur, go take the world.
Hold on a second. Where, where is the lady, your staff, the politician? Where is she? What's, what's her name? Yolanda, yes. Where is she? She's still here. See, because what's happening? What? No, if you're, you're done. So give me someone else who's in politics. Give me someone who's in fashion. Give me someone. Anyone, anyone, just come. Politics? Okay, you guys touch the head. Because and I, I need some real kind of spiritual music. Because what they're doing now, heaven is getting ready to take the earth. That's, that's enough, that's enough. Now, now, now how, how does, how do they feel in heaven now? It's like, wow, we've got men and women on the earth. Ha, we're taking over, we're taking over. So con connect with the body, connect with them, lay hands on them. So get up now, do it, do it. With, now this is the time to get up here. This is the time to anoint them, to equip them. So this is the time to you're going to don't don't stop don't stop yeah so what this is heaven's agenda for london now it's like heaven is saying we're taking over finally i found a church that will be the body of christ says I don't reach out they said yes you reach out to 10 to 12 year olds he says I don't reach out to them I own them listen you guys go take over politics now go take over go take over go take over 
where are the hope dealers hope dealers come it's your turn all right guys you know now they're going into satanic territory you know that they are they are i want you guys so that it's not about singing it's about a ministry to capture the minds of the young people touch them speak into their lives speak into their lives tell them guys i give you the skills i give you the capacity i give you the wisdom take over music take over the industry your songs will be irresistible your songs will draw millions when you minister the kids will be delivered you guys go take all the charts when people ask me Pastor Tony, how are you doing? I say I'm bubbling on the top 100. I'm bubbling. Guys, go bubble on the top 100. I got that from Bob Marley. Okay, guys, go take the world with music. Where's Mark? Where's that guy called Mark? Who, who works with children here? Who works with children? Okay. All right, turn, turn by turn. What, what do you guys do? What do you do? Go, go, go on, go, go on. Children, okay. Okay, what is the fear? Mark said he has a daughter. What is, what is the problem in today's world? There's rape. There's abuse. So we need some men and women to be anointed to take back the children. You guys, yes, I, I need some music now. All right, guys, anoint them. Are you tired of playing God? All right, send them off, send them off. What do you do? Okay, you guys, you can go, you can go, you can go, you can go, you can go. Give me some warfare sound, give me some warfare. All right, guys, you can go, you can go. It's your turn, go get anointed. No, 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 no. I need some rhythm, I need some rhythm. Remember Lucifer, had, he, had the, he, had, he understood music. Create a new sound, create a new sound. Create some... All right, you guys, you guys, you guys, you can go, you can go, you can go, you can go, you can go. Go get anointed. What do you do? Now go. Just lay hands on it. I don't have to keep asking you. Just do it. Just do it. Go, 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 go. Come on, come on, come on. What do you do? Release him, release him. Next, come on, what do you do? Come on. What do you do? Listen, for the next few minutes, I want you to lift your hand to God. We're going to connect with heaven right now. Hey, Sharanabasika Brakuta Basika Brakuta Bahata. We lift our hands to you. We raise our hands to you, Jehovah.
sharing the sound of the sound. 